Ladies and gentlemen, this is the 23rd episode of Concerned Dabs Podcast. I am your host, Katie M. Kane. With me is my co-host, Will Terps. How's it going, everyone? All right. So, uh... We do not have a guest tonight, ladies and gentlemen. It's just me and Will rocking and rolling. We're going to talk about the week game as it is right now. Um, and we have a, a pretty spectacular, stellar, high-profile guest next week. Uh, we have Eric from Dungeons Vault Genetics, based out of Tacoma, Washington. Um, That's dope. Yeah, man. He, he, he finally hit me back on IG. He's like, I've been busy, but I still want to do this. So I'm like, yeah, man. So yeah. he, uh, he actually went to Boston, I guess, this weekend for a trade show out there. I'm like, damn, Will was just out on the East Coast, man. Like, yeah, so, the Boston Freedom Rally, man. Yeah, so he's out there. Uh, he, he got a vendor booth somewhere, and he's doing his That's thing. That's legit. So That's a legit trade show. You want to know? Sorry, I was going to say, that's a cool-ass trade show because uh, in Boston, um, it's like on the Boston Common right in the, right in the middle of the city. And it's so chill that they allow you to, like, literally sell cannabis products there, like, black market. Like, there's, like, people set up with booths that are, like, selling hash rosin and ounces and, like, extracts. No, you know, there's no, like, there's not really much, like, you know, I'm sure they're not, like, not, they don't, yeah, they don't encourage it, but there's no, like, you know, there's no. um, Well, that's good, man. It's a free market. Is it like a farmer's market? Kinda. It's it's like a it's like a big. Um, I've never been. I've only heard of it, but it's it's kind of like you know a big festival, almost like a hemp fest type thing. But um, there's you know it's on the Boston Common. There's a bunch of booths. You know, some are you know like seed companies or cannabis apparel companies, and then others are actually selling you know products. But yeah, it's, it's pretty awesome. Yeah, he. Uh, I think that guy's cool, man. Like I I, I ran some of his genetics and I was happy with the results but like he, he he hits up the trade shows and all that and on his ig he will post pics of guys from michigan or whatever their photos of his genetics and some of that shit is pretty insane man like i'm impressed it's all indoor work but it fucking looks nice and people will comment on the post like oh dude this is that strain I, I feel like my mic totally. is glitchy too, but uh, the it, it would just um, it it seemed like he was pretty humble because people would post videos or photos and he would share them and say, "Man, this is this guy from this state," and they're like, "Man, that's your stuff, man. Is that your picture?" And he's like, "Man, I can't get it to look like that. Not even my garden. Like this guy's got talent. You know what I mean? I think I just I bred the seed, so that was it." Do you have your YouTube on? Will? No. No. I, the only thing I have the only thing I have open right now is uh uh this Discord. That's weird. Yeah, I got everything closed on my phone and everything too, so I don't I don't know why it's Yeah, I don't know. Like it, it could it it could be me, but it's I, I hear the glitch almost like as soon as you like speak into your mic, it like almost like comes on a bit. Like it could be is that maybe it's me, but we'll get it figured out. Yeah, it's all good, man. Uh, so 
That's what we got next week. I'm excited for that. I'm going to have some cool questions for him. Plus, he's from our region, and it's just dope that he's getting props as as far as other other states that are rec and medical. Like, he's getting that, uh, he's, he's getting good looks, and I, I don't know, dude. It's just, he, he braids, it's some tight shit. You know what I mean? Like, the humble Absolutely. pie. Grandpa's I was bread. literally just about to say that. I was like, humble pie, Matt, right? Or you were talking about that. Like, Yeah. And the grandpa's breath, too, dude. Like, that, that kid, uh, Farmer Dale, who was on the show last week, like, he was talking about this asphalt OG from this breeding company out of Clarkston, Washington. Yeah. And I'm like, fuck, does it smell like fresh pavement? You know what I mean? And he was like, yeah, yeah like, Because that's kind of, it's similar to that grandpa's breath. It's like that that weird sterile hospital type smell like well is, uh where's um where's dungeon vaults out of are they out of clarkston was it maybe him no <laughs> they're out of they're out of tacoma washington oh, okay yeah so shout out to, to tacoma too man like there's a lot of indoor talent in that area a lot of guys have been doing it for a long time and i've tried a bunch of different nutrient lines and stuff so as far as the region goes, I feel like those guys do it pretty well indoors. But it's it's tough to yeah. it's tough to grow outdoors in that that close to the sound, man. You know what I mean? Like definitely. It's 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 yeah. Difficult. I remember Tacoma. It can be. I mean, I I also just went into the wrong store, but <laughs> a pretty funny story of a few years back when I went um to Tacoma to uh, um I was on my way up to Seattle and I was collecting money from a shop that advertised with us in the Tacoma and this was a few years ago and at the time like uh dispensaries there was no law about how far you had to be from another dispensary so like there was dispensaries like right next to each other like two shops down you know there'd be like two shops um and I didn't know that so i assumed when i pulled up to the shop i was like oh this is the right spot you know i'm the sure they don't allow you, you know? yeah 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 and it was kind of like and it was kind of like and i don't mean this in derogatory terms like uh ghetto looking in the fact that it was just um there was like one or two people like manning the whole thing and yeah. i walk in and they i ask about um you know hey i'm here to pick up a cash uh, a cash payment for an ad and the guy looks at me like super sideways he's like what'd you just say and i'm like yeah I'm yeah and i was like i didn't think anything of it i'm like uh yeah i'm here to pick up a cash payment for the oregon leaf he's like what the fuck is the uh the northwest leaf I don't, I don't owe anyone shit. You better get the fuck out of my shop right now. And I was like, all right, uh, my bad. Like, shit. Like, <laughs> wrong shop, I guess. <laughs> but I was, like, I was like, damn. And then I, like, look two stores down, and it's, like, the name of the shop that I'm supposed to be collecting from. And I walk in, and I'm, like, a little shaken up. I'm like, shit. Uh, hey, I'm here from the Northwest League to pick up a payment. They're like, oh, yeah, yeah, we've been expecting you. And they're like, you okay, dude? I'm like, yeah, I just tried to go into the shop like a few doors down and thought it was you guys. And you're like, oh, you went in there? And I'm like, yeah. It's like, yeah, they're um, they're not the nicest folk in there. Yeah. <laughs> it was like, 
guys. You know, I mean, it was you know, I, I don't like. I can't completely blame the guys. Like some some person he doesn't know coming into the shop, being like, "Hey, I'm here to pick up money." It's yeah. Like, it's definitely yeah. <laughs> it's definitely a, a misjudgment on my part. Yeah, no, no doubt. It's it's all good. Like I've uh, I've been to some fucking ghetto shops too. Will. When I yeah. lived with Jackson, like I got my card, and that was the thing. It's like any place that was open that we could go to, we would try and go and check out. <laughs> Sometimes yeah. you just be driving, hear- and there's a weed shop right there. Let's go check it out. Like, I'm like, fuck. Yep. And there's, yep. And for me, there's two stark differences between, you know, like, like at least in the like ghetto shops in my mind. Like, there's the ghetto shop that's like ghetto you know in the sense that they don't have like their um you know they're getting price you know they're getting herb from the homies for the best price you know and trying to make like the most money possible and you know like i don't know and then also there's uh ghetto shops that like ghetto shops that uh you know are are basically like bringing the best you know uh like black market product out there to a way where people can actually like shop for it you know and like not have to like go through a guy or whatever you know yeah yeah i I don't know in a weird sense i've I've seen some shops too that just had shitty product on the shelf for like way too much money and i'm just like i'm like are you like that's a jar full of shake like there's yep. stems in there. Like what the fuck is that? Like you're seriously charging thirty bucks an eighth for that? Like people pay fifty yeah. bucks for a quarter ounce of that? And they're like, oh well, well like we we can. T-. I'm like, so it's like fireworks. Like you have shit yeah. really marked up so we can fucking cut a deal and you know, knock some money off. I'm like, that's not really that cool either, you know? I'm like, that's shake and stems in a yeah. fucking jar. <laughs> like I don't. Yeah. I don't, I don't want to buy that. You know what I mean? Like, I'm sorry. Yeah. It's just not the one. And let's talk about, too, like, the amount of fucking dispensaries that have their bulk uh, flower and their bulk bud on display under, like, bright-ass display lights. Like, so many fucking dispensaries do that. So it's like, word. It's literally, you're degrading the herb you're about to sell me right in front of my eyes. Yeah. And showing me that you do it, you know? I mean... I don't yeah. know. It just it's it's you know if, we, if we're thinking about the cannabis plant and and how it reacts to light and such, I just don't get why people would think you know let's put like fire buds in a jar under some bright lights all day, good to go. Yeah, yeah. that's you uh, know? it. It sucked when they had to do away with the the display nug at Natural Wonders. They're just like yeah, yeah. Like and it, it would stay in there yeah, for like a we week. Still sh- for like a week, maybe, and then we put a new one in there. And it's like, man, it's yeah, it's degrading in the light. People open it, and air is getting yep. to it. So it's like, man, it felt real honest as far as the sample of what people were getting. You know I mean, yeah, yeah, definitely. And I'm almost and glad that that's yeah, that dispensaries aren't allowed to do that anymore because, like, you know, some of them didn't change them out, and you could leave like a hell old sample, and someone could smell something. It's like, oh, well, this. This doesn't smell like this, but this is what the sample that's been sitting in the box smells like. Yeah. You know, sitting here for four weeks or whatever. Yeah. Um, but yeah. So how did, how did your, uh, I wanted to ask you questions this week, Will, about how the grand reopening went. Yeah, what's up? 
<laughs> oh, it's dope. Super dope. I uh, uh I talked to Catherine. She said she was doing the the Wild In store during the same day. I was like, no way. Yeah, yeah, no. Uh, the the yeah, that whole day went awesome. I mean, it was uh, it was we were busy from the like the time we literally you know flipped on the open sign so we closed. I worked the open shift that day, but uh, we had you know we had like pretty much all our like main vendors in throughout the day, bunch of people coming in, um, uh, you know, for the sale. I mean, it was busy all day, pretty much like, a, a it was back to the old natural wonders, you know, I can't remember, a can't remember a time that day where I wasn't helping someone or didn't have like, you know, something, you know, like immediately pressing me. It, it was dope. It was a, a great day, busy day. That, that's cool, man. Like, uh, I saw Geek Farms post photos that they were there posted on the porch and shit. So, yep. So, did they have any new drops? Did you get any new weed on the shelf? Yeah, we got so we got um we got some like the staple Platinum Girl Scout back from Ten Four. We had an earlier I, drop like right when we opened from uh, Heroes of the Farm was Angry Wizard. I might have talked about that on a previous show. What's the um, price on that? What's what's Angry? It's Wizard? Uh, a blissful Wizard and uh, Mad Max. Damn. Damn. Yeah, pretty crazy. It stank. It definitely looks like cookies, very frosty, different kind of smell, uh, but it's awesome. Um, and then also we had um we had a, like a that Hannah and her uh I think you know Tierra, her friend Tierra organized like a plant pop-up sale. Oh, and yeah. that's and that was like I, I... that was popping. Like I don't know much about like I'm not very knowledgeable about like the house plant community community i mean i have one plant that hannah recently gifted me and i'm stoked start taking care of it but yeah. uh like i didn't know much and that like that brought out a ton of people like a ton that's, of people showed tight. up for that i, I, yeah, I was really surprised yeah and yeah I, I just, it was that you guys had a plant guy that would come by like once a week to to water yeah. the plants and everything and then mm -hmm. spray I loved asking him questions because it was oh, a yeah. different setting that I than what I was cultivating in. But I'm just like, what is that? And he had, you know, he had like a mixture of like 90% alcohol, 10% that, and then the rest water. And he would just, and it was only certain plants he would spray with that. And he's like, man, it's it's not toxic to humans. It's just gonna dry off any any eggs, bugs it hits. It'll it'll hurt them enough yeah. to not not reproduce or die. So I'm like, man. It was cool to, right. you know, and, and uh, house plants are dope. I, uh, if you can keep one of those alive for three or four months, you could probably grow some weed. You know what I mean? It's a good, good test. Oh, definitely. <laughs> Def definitely. Definitely. You know what I mean? Keep, keep, keep it by the window and make sure it has water. And I like Absolutely. the concept too. Like my sister, she's probably got like, 10 or 15 house plants and they're all different species and I'll, I'll tell her like man a bunch of them are gonna have different needs man like as far as watering and, and soil and she she's starts to look that shit up so man right on you know like and investigating and figuring out what they need is really important because otherwise they could just die on you you know what i mean and you don't know why yeah. and it's like man 
the needs of that plant were probably different than everything else. They didn't need that watering every week, or they needed more than that, or something. So, yeah, no, yeah, for sure. That's dope that people came through for that too, man. Like, I I really want to go and check out the shop. The last I was there in March, and they were still scraping the walls off and then redoing all the inside. Yeah, no, 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 it's it's completely different. Yeah, yeah, you gotta come by soon for sure man yeah i'm still hoping like that you're gonna move back to oregon like i keep saying but, no doubt it, I mean, it obviously might be. you no go ahead i was gonna say you 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 do you i mean i was saying that, but like yeah i just feel like i don't know with your talent there's um there's more opportunities in oregon now as crazy as that sounds yeah I feel the same, man. I get emails indeed every week about cannabis-related jobs, and I'm just like, All right. well, let's admit my ad. We'll see what happens. But uh, it might be Spokane, Will. Might slide back to the Cane Town. Yeah. I got I got some friends and some folks out there, and I've, I've honestly, I've been talking to a girl from there that uh, Hell is, yeah. is pretty cool with the things that I'm into. So yeah. I, I think it might... It, it could might work out, Will. You know what I mean? So there you go. There we'll you see. Go. But I uh I gotta stay down here for a few more months at least. I gotta work through the holiday season just because it's it's too good, man. With yeah, I feel shit, it's super busy. You so. gotta be yeah. You can't be in can't be in transition when you the holiday season, especially when left and stuff. That's like cash. Yeah, <laughs> dude. It's loot. It's worth it for these last three or four months. It's like, yeah, buddy. But Absolutely. I, I, Especially because people... Go ahead. No, nah, but it's like, if I can get up there by springtime, like March or April, then I could still crack ten beans and see what happens. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah, yeah. For the next season, dude. Hell yeah. Yeah. Yeah, yeah I was saying, too, like, you know, especially in Arizona, you know, like, around when it gets colder, it's definitely a destination that people are, are going to a lot. You know? Hell it's yeah. Arizona, it's like, it's 80 degrees right now. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, it's going to be, uh, yeah, it's it's nice, dude. Like, everybody that I talk to from back home is, like, starting to get cold, starting to rain. Yeah. You know what I mean? I'm like, fuck. Oh, yeah. And then, then I think <laughs> about all the homies growing weed outdoors without a greenhouse, and I'm like, shit. I hope you guys like yeah. depth for the past six weeks because yeah, it's just not your... I know you're hoping for that window to go. It's just not going to stay open, man. It's fucking closed, and you're going to get mold. No. It's going to suck. So. I, yep, and I, and I always uh, – I follow Matt Rise, and he he's he's a cool dude. He's definitely – people, but in, in in the right ways a lot of times. But he, he definitely, like, dropped the truth bomb about, like um, – um, you know, like, the the supreme – uh, sun-grown cannabis and he's not saying that like you know you can't grow like certain farms you can't grow like great crops you know in different areas you know like southern oregon mid-oregon you know like in the middle of oregon roseburg eugene area and then like east o shout out to hermiston yeah yep yep and then like very northern california but he was uh he was saying was like if we're talking about like consistent temps and what cannabis actually likes through the entire cycle you know from start to finish with 
the most the minimal amount of like weather variance possible. He says it's like, you know, uh, like Humboldt area, like Southern Humboldt on the coast, kind of like in this, like he, po- he posted a meme about it. And it's not the best way to describe it, but it's like he posted everything out like north of it as like mids. And then he posted like turt belt right here because of like the weather patterns, the fact that it like it doesn't get down to certain temps where mold is like able yeah. to form. And that, yeah. and and I just thought that was super interesting, you know, like, and not to say there's a bunch of farms north of that growing great product in Oregon, in mid, in mid Oregon, you know, the in the middle of Oregon. But um, if we're talking about like the, the most supreme growing conditions for uh, sun grown cannabis, I feel like that's probably a pretty accurate uh, assumption of, you know, like down below Humboldt in that I, area. I agree. But like, dude, out there. In, in East O, dude, in the Hermes, like, it's the Columbia River Plateau. It's, like, all this fucking silt from the Missoula flood. And it's, like... Yeah. It's, like, that silty soil isn't isn't the best to grow in because it's almost like sand. But there's certain little parts where a stream dried up or there's, there's like, soil patches. So if you can plant yeah. there, that's dope. Like, my cousin, he set the standard for me. Like, his super lemon haze, dude. And it was, like... More than 10 years ago, he was running that strain outdoors, and it was fucking crushing it. Like, I had never, ever fucking seen weed like that that really smelled like lemons. And he was in the ground. You know what I mean? Like, it was super impressive to me. But it's like, when he moved, he moved into town to a different house, and his backyard wasn't the same. It was that silty, sandy shit, and... It was just really hard to adapt his game to that, dude, because I feel like you have to water constantly, you know what I mean? Because everything's just just draining through and and seeping out. And he, you know, had everything on a timer like it was normally at his other spot. And I'm like, dude, that that sucks. It's hard to figure out, you know? Yeah. Definitely. Definitely. Yeah. So, uh... I was thinking about... No, Sorry, go ahead, Will. I want to hear you talk, about, Will. Uh, I'm always talking, Will. Yeah, <laughs> no, it's all good. Um, just yeah, just why I was wondering about this, you know, in particular too, is like even Southern Oregon has gotten like way more rain than usual right now, like so really? during the season. Yeah, so I'm just like, <laughs> it's it, and you know, climate change is real and shit, but it's just like it's crazy. It's like now are we? I hope not. You know, now, are we now? It's like is this a freak year? Are we now seeing like the shift where like Southern Oregon literally is going to become more, you know, have more chances to rain, which is really going to like, I don't know, you know, change the outlook of growing cannabis outside there because that's the whole appeal of, you know, growing in Southern Oregon is the fact that you're in Oregon with those laws and it's more, you know, similar temps to like Northern California where you get more sun, less, yeah, I agree. Uh, top three in my life, dude, was from Gold Hill in Southern Oregon. Like, top three. It was outdoor, yeah. grown in the fucking fish. Like, this hippie chick, I met her with fucking Jax, too, bro. It's like he took me down there for that trip. And it was weird. Like, we had to go to a parking lot. And she just appeared out of nowhere, bro. It was like a fucking witch or something. Like, appeared from a cloud. What? Didn't have a car. No, nothing. It was, like, weird. And it's like she gave us a sample, and then we grabbed like like a couple packs, I think. And 
Dude, I I was so high off of that joint. <laughs> like it it was insane. And I like I like I didn't really talk to her that much. I was just trying to be quiet because I'm just the goon rolling with, you know what I mean? But she yeah. said she grew it outside, dude. You know what I mean? In the forest and, and, and fucking made the teas herself and I was just like this was like my first time really hearing from someone who actually did the work and it was just strange to me that he, she didn't use newts and it was fucking from outside because usually outdoor weed. I knew outdoor and indoor at that time. It's like, this is fire. Yeah. Like, this is the most fire. And it was called Velvet Kush. And she said the cut came from like Santa Cruz, California or something. But dude, it was the best like top three bro in my life i was super impressed if i ever meet that chick again i'm gonna ask her if she's still growing she had game yeah you know what i mean i was like damn (laughs) so yeah when you talk about that region bro it's it's real you know what i mean like there's there's some really really dope climate to work with and really stellar talent that that believes in in organic you know what i mean like absolutely like green source gardens like they're the shit to me i'm not i'm not the biggest fan of all their work but some of it i'm like this is tight like that that chem 4 og like bro that shit was fire you know what i mean oh yeah like that that was probably my favorite from them just because the the terpene profile was different pink pistol whatever you know pinkleberry kush or whatever (laughs) yeah. Yeah, no, we got some new, a few new strains from them uh, recently. We got some, what was it, Uprise, which is like, I think it's Papaya and Gutang Cross, which is pretty nice. Really? We got some, the, the, yeah, the most, the one I'm most stoked about is uh, Glazed Cherries. It's like, God, I can't remember. I think like, I heard you talk PSC about that before. Like, yeah, Cherry OG or something. It smells bomb. It smells like cookies with like a bit of a bit of a cherry hint like i don't know it's like you know like i said you know i don't really like to you know some the lines between outdoor and indoor can be blurred a lot because you grow like the same quality and that shit smells just so good to me it's like yeah yeah like like man honestly too like my cousins work out there in eastern oregon like it was indoor like you couldn't tell the difference you know what i mean like that super lemon haze yeah look like indoor like anyways like that's doing intake sometimes guys that do similar shit and i'm like fuck this is nice but these are huge fucking football size nugs so i know you didn't do this under some thousand watt lights bro like you know like this right. is something grown so i'm gonna have to ask for yeah. 18 not 22 you know <laughs> yeah. yeah like fuck exactly. you. I'm like, bro, I did, you know, I'm like I'm you know, 18. I'll take two of them for 18. Yeah. So it, it would just These these eyes just see. They see. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I, I remember like that job at Human Collective, that's how I got that job. Like they interviewed 10 people that day, but they put three kinds of weed in front of me. And it was in a Tupperware container and they're like, "We want you to open the container and tell us the strain and indoor outdoor. And I killed it, bro. Like the only one I got wrong, oh, yeah. like I knew it was outdoor, but I said Blue Magoo and it was GDP. And so I'm like, isn't GDP one of the parents of Blue Magoo or it's, re- it's related? And they're like, yeah, I'm pretty sure it is. I'm like, okay. 
<laughs> yep. Okay, cool. So, but, but I got the job based off of that, off of my nose and my eyes. So it was a trip because they yeah. knew before the end, and I nailed two of them, bro, like dead on. Like, this is indoor, and this is Tangerine Dream, and they're like, <gasps> you know? And I'm like, yeah. All right, cool, cool. Thanks, y'all. Yep. Yeah. Uh, so, what about the magazine? Will, have you been uh, visiting any farms or stores? What sort of content are you working on, man? Do you get to look at any cool shit lately as far as going into harvest time? Have you inspected any farms or toured, I guess, not inspected? Uh, next month, I'll be heading to Southern Oregon for a few days for a harvest issue, like usual. I usually, like the past five years I worked there, I've gone down pretty much every year um, to to write about a few farms, and so it's a cool cool little trip um but for this for this month i'm working on it's our hemp issue so i'm I'm smoking a lot of uh like cbd uh, yeah cbd products and like i've got this like hemp shatter from cascade shatter yeah hemp collective that i'm I'm reviewing there's a like a pineapple tsunami strain i'm reviewing for the hemp strain of the month that sounds wrong and then there's like a, a topical I'm doing or I'm reviewing from Sacred uh, Sacred Flower Flower Farms and their CBD hemp project, um, which should be cool. But, well, it uh, just and and this too, dude. I gotta say this uh, CBD shatter. Like almost every extractor I've talked to in my life, if there's anything Harley Sue or or, or Charlotte's Web or anything, like it wouldn't come in shatter form. You know what I mean? Yeah. And then they it's would always stickier. say that. They're like, fuck, I don't know, man. Like, we, we purge it. We, like, we're trying to shoot for the window. It's different than the regular weed, but we can't get it to yeah. shatter. It's always, like, yeah. And... yeah. And, and I'll be honest, like, you know, people aren't naive. We're not naive. Like, you know, temp shatter. I'm not expecting much. There's not going to be much. There's going to be an underlying flavor of, you know, you, you, can't, you can't, can't kid yourself here. Let's yeah. be real. Like, yeah. when well, it's temp. I, I, Regardless of how, at least in today's world of hemp varietals that we know that people are growing, it's you're not, not you're not gonna get yeah, you're not gonna yeah. get something where you're gonna be like, oh wow, this tastes yeah. amazing, this is so good. I, I, I feel More like I, I feel like Charlotte's Web though, like at least the smell and the taste, it's 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 yeah. really different, and it's it's like almost cherries. You know what I mean? I'm like, man, this is nice. And it's yeah, most but, other CBD strains smell like fucking dirt, dude. You know yeah. What I mean? So, but also like, let's be like, let's be real with the growing conditions. Um, you see these hemp fields. It's like yeah. people who grow hemp like that. They they really and there's some people who don't who don't pay as much attention to it even in like cannabis world. But they don't. They're not really like when when if you're growing hemp, you're not like covering your plants or anything you know nah. you're you're letting them go out in the elements you're no, like you're not, temp, you know you're, really, you're looking you're for the biomass you're looking for the biomass at the yeah. end of the harvest like how much biomass do i have available to sell the to extractors or this or how much you know can i make myself that yeah. so you know i mean like i it, it's the hemp issue but like i'm gonna be real you know like i'm not expecting much it's hemp yeah. shatter yeah. you know it's yeah. hemp shatter 
And if it was from this would this probably wouldn't even like wouldn't even be close to like a sustainable business project. But if you know there is some like hemp like super craft indoor, you know, small batch outdoor hemp that are like really, you know, like curated genetics or that, then I'd be way more stoked and like, you know, um yeah, well, you know that on on what I'm reviewing, but it's, you know, I'm not saying that these farms that we're reviewing aren't doing a good thing. Growing hemp is already doing a good thing, but I yeah, well, dude, terpeds uh, no terped. We, we're, yeah, we're all well, you know, we know. I I, I follow heroes. Of, we got to get Pat from Heroes of the Farm on the show. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Because like yeah. I I like watching his feed, but he has those. It's like auto flower Harley sewers. So like it looks like everything is the same size and uniform, and I'm just like fuck. It's like an yeah. auto flowering hemp seed that he's growing, and it, it looks dope to me what he's doing. And so I I would like to ask questions about that. But that's it seems like he, in contrast to what you were talking about, as far as low expectations, as far as what I see on his IG feed, he's setting the bar pretty fucking high, dude. Like I'm I'm pretty sure he bred those seeds on his own and. Like I, I saw him post a like a big block bag that said Heroes of the Farm, Harley Sue Autoflower like collar if you need these. It just seems like that I, I wanna see how that turns out for him because it seems like yeah. a really good way to 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 make quality and, and not necessarily just quality but standards, right? You know? It's like yeah. this is the A grade right here because it all looks the same it all weighs the same each plant is more or less the the same and it all is it looks like it's harvestable before right now and it's fucking raining and shit because he, he was in the ground around june or something so yeah like, and i i one thing i just want to make you know like hemp is cool as shit like hemp like you know like like i said all these farms growing it you know Everyone's setting the bar higher for what other farms do. Um, and it's helping a lot of people who are scared to smoke THC and, you know, don't want to get anxious and that. But yeah. let me, like, I'm going to be blunt. If you are smoking hemp and just CBD products because you want relief and you are scared of THC and terpenes or anything else, you're cheating yourself. Because yeah. the real healing properties, and not saying that CBD doesn't do wonders, are yeah. in THC and terpenes. More like there is more for people to benefit from in THC and terpenes alone that like CBD is like a minuscule, like especially just hemp CBD is like a minuscule part in the equation. Yeah. I agree, you know? man. I agree. I, and it, I, it is. We're, we're the Rick Simpson. We're, yep. And, and he Full would always, spectrum. Yeah. He, that's that's what he would preach. He'd be like, THC is the main one. Get the whole plant. You, know, you get everything in there. There's all this shit that you guys are purging or like just not getting through with your process. And it, uh, that's what I tell people too. Is uh, there's all kinds of cannabinoids that really aren't detectable yet because people aren't breeding for them. You know what I mean? And people aren't doing that research, but. Certain people are starting to. Yeah, and also like... Like, like you might... Like, somebody's going to pick a winter phenotype 
the they they like the way it smells and tastes and affects and when they do the lab result it's going to be off the charts on a cannabinoid that we've never seen before and it's just going to be a random mutation or whatever recessive gene it's gonna be like, holy shit keep it and breed with it you know what i mean i feel like we're just now starting to enter that phase where there's there's benefit seen in other cannabinoids besides thc and cbd but i i do feel THC is the main one too, Will. Yep, definitely. Yeah, I mean, I think we're just, yeah, like you said, entering into a void where we're now realizing that also, but it's like, maybe we've realized it for a bit longer and we we're on, like, also it wasn't popular to, ex- I don't know, expose just because, like, there's so many people that, like, the, getting stoned is what scares them about it. So, they, yeah. you know, they think of, like, altering their regular state of mind as, like, being in any sense, like what gets them to not do it, you know, but it's like in, in reality that like, and I get it. Like, I'm not like, I don't like no disrespect to people who are scared to try it, who don't want to have, you know, scared. They're already anxious people or don't want to have an, you know, anxiety attack or get more anxious. I get it. But please at least just experiment once with something other than just CBD. If you're looking for more, if it's not satisfying, because honestly, like if we're talking about the, the capabilities in the realm that cannabis has the potential to heal, it's directly starts with THC and terpenes. Not I, I agree. Yeah. And uh, story time will, when I worked at Kings of Canada out there in North Portland, it was like 11th and, and Prospect or Prosser or something like that. Uh, lots of old people started coming in when it turned wreck, right? Lots of aunties and grandmas. And I'm like, okay, so when was the last time you smoked weed? And probably years ago. And I'm like, okay, so what's your mission? You know? And they'd be like, what do you mean? I'm like, are you going to feel at home? Are you going to a movie? Are you going to a concert? Oh, well, we'll just be at home. I'm like, okay. Uh, I don't want you to freak out, so I'm going to suggest this Charlotte's Web, some of these CBD strains. We'd have two or three on the shelf. Less than 3% THC and 10% CBD, right? And so I'm like, I'm going to suggest this just because I don't want you to freak out. You try this a couple times, you come back and you know, let me know something different. And they would, Will. Like, they'd grab that shit like two or three times in a row. Like, oh, I want more of that. Yeah, it was nice. The third or fourth time, they come in and they'd be like, well, I think I want something different. I'm like, you want to get high, don't you? You know what I mean? They'd be like, well, yeah. yeah. And I'm like, okay, well, like we got these one-to-ones at 10 and 10. You know what I mean? 10% and 10%. Like, try that, but also get one of these regular hybrids at, at 17 to 20%, just so you can try it. You know what I mean? And don't do them at the yeah. same time on the same night. Like, you know, like... <laughs> But it, it, it was cool that, because that it, it was, Will, like these, these people that you're talking about uh, that are scared to, to get high when they had the option, to, they eventually did. You know what I mean? Because it's like, yeah. I, I do feel the CBD benefits, but I, I want to know what everybody's talking about as far as the deep relaxation and, and grooving on the music and shit like that. And the old people were the, oh yeah I love selling to them, dude. Like, it was fun. Oh yeah. No, they're awesome. Yeah. Yeah. Older older people I find are usually pretty 
pretty open to trying new things and you know it's like hey well this works for me well this could work for me too well, yeah i'm down let me give it yeah. you know, let me give it a go yeah and if they couldn't decide i'd always shit grab them both and they yeah. would <laughs> you know yeah <laughs> roll them both get grab them both all right yeah yeah, yeah. so uh you like as far as the hemp stuff too do you know anybody who besides growing it is processing it like is there uh because i know that there's a lot of people across the country have obtained licenses in order to cultivate i'm pretty sure that but i've only seen i've seen like an article about levi's where they have like a hemp cotton mix but it's still a mix. It's not just hemp. It's hemp and cotton in the fucking jeans they're making. I want to hear, like... I would imagine. Do you know anybody who's processing and making plastic or anything like that? I posted an article about plastic straws. On- oh, like... Oh, like... Uh, like in, in Oregon, like, besides like, growing it, are there people like, making shit with Oh, okay. It? Like, I think you meant processing it into, like, extracts or whatever. No, because yeah, that's... Hopefully everyone that has a hemp license to grow it has one because you ain't selling all that shit as flour. Yeah. Well, that's what I'm... Well, I mean, and is, is, I, I know that extracting it into oil and turp is probably the most popular thing, but I would hope that industrially there's people making shit out of it, like clothes or plastic or... Yeah. Or, um, like, do you know anybody that doing that? No, and my speculation is, and I could be wrong, is that there's not enough people growing enough of it for that. Like, people got, you know, like, they're growing, oh, we're going to grow fields of hemp, we'll, you know, sell some of it to flour, we'll process it into topicals, extracts. I feel like if you were to have, like, and I could be wrong, because I don't know about how much, you know, how much you can get from a hemp plant, that that if you yeah. were actually going to, like, um, grow hemp uh for processing for like clothes and that type of stuff yeah. you need to start on like a much bigger scale like much much bigger yeah um, and well, maybe you know have a lot more you know money invested in the start just yeah well you know, cause, cause because i feel like there's, there's cotton fields down here will like uh, I'll, I'll be delivering packages and shit i'm like damn what is that it looks like cotton and i'll pull up and i'll stop on the road and i'll get out and let Damn, it is cotton. You know what I mean? It's like these, these yeah. big white balls on this thorny rosebush type plant, and there's rows and rows. Yeah. And to me, looking at that, those little white balls seem like less biomass than a fucking huge hemp plant. You know what I mean? Like way less. It's like only top nugs instead of the whole shit. You know what I mean? Because to me, it seems like the whole hemp plant, the whole shit gets used for fiber everything. It seems like it's still at an advantage, but I don't know anybody. And it seems like uh, a lot of the brainy extractor type dudes, I feel like if they applied themselves, they could figure out methods and, and ways to make that uh, new and different and, and profitable. Yeah, but also let's, let's think about though. And I could be wrong, but just that relation, like, you know, cotton, cotton's used for a lot of clothes. Yeah. I would feel like it would be in, in best interest for the cotton industry to try and keep and lobby to lawmakers to keep hemp 
people being able to, you know, like process hemp into clothes and that, and you know, there's already people that do it. So don't get me wrong with this, but like at a large scale, I feel like they're like, you know, the government would step in and be like, hey, 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 there's a lot of cotton. Like we get, you know, there's a lot of cotton players here. And now you want to like take your hemp clothing line next, next level, you know, hey, hey. Let's slow down here. We, we yeah, things yeah, and I, I, yeah. You I know. feel like they've they've been up and they've been ahead, of, but I think that more or less people who who do the work of making the material thing will start to see the benefit of it. You know what I mean? Because right, that's my understanding too. Is it's hard to make it soft like cotton is. You know, like to to, to spool it and make it into material. It's Rough. more expensive material, too. Yeah. Um, speaking of hemp, we got an article bro Mitchell production. I was actually talking about this in a previous episode, but it's talking about there was a, a truck driver got pulled over in Idaho. So, um, is it okay if I read this to get your take on says a 36 year old he's from portland too a 36 a 36 year old portland truck accused of hauling almost 7,000 pounds on a southern idaho being charge the truck driver dennis palomarchuk felony traffic charges for driving truckload hemp through idaho um said he's pleading guilty to elect properly bill of being well, damn, man. Okay, so under the misdemeanor charge, Paula March, 180 jail, but 100 for five days served. Pays a thousand dollar fine with five. Well, here's dollars. Here's an here's an immediate problem with even the fucking people that report the article. Seven thousand yeah. pounds of marijuana, truckload of hemp. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, fuck. Yeah. So that's not the same thing. Like, yeah. choose, like, so what are you saying? Like, that he was, he was, tr- you know, driving, what, 7,000 pounds of marijuana and the police identified it as hemp incorrectly? What do you, like, yeah. What does that mean? You know? Yeah. For real. It's, uh, uh it's not the same thing. Yeah. And it, uh, it gets, yeah, positive. it's just like, yeah it's just like to me in some of these cases like the people who are reported are just as bad as you know the cops who stopped him and charged him with you know i mean i don't know about hemp laws in certain states but you know hemp uh, is yeah. idaho is fucked up i got a felony yeah they probably got like certain clauses where it's like hemp is considered marijuana you know or some yeah. shit but well like dude i remember because it was like last year. It was looking bad for him, you know what I mean? I'm like, I hope whoever he was. That sucked to sit there for a whole year. Getting, yeah. You know? And but so. It's also like. And this is another thing, too, is I never in my life I got a license. Rap. 
printed out. I've been in trouble a lot, but it's like uh, with something like every time I I got in trouble, I never went to trial. I I played lesser. I mean, it's like okay, you guys probably get me. Okay, I'll... that guy was doing nothing wrong, bro. Like he was doing his job, driving a fucking truck, and and got pulled over. For whatever reason, you know what I mean? I don't think, it didn't even say that in the article. He was swerving, didn't you? I'm sure that they, however, they got the information that that truck, that product, and pulled him over to Idaho. Bust. And it's like, man, nobody's even going to get high off that. And you guys, and this guy news, he's just a fucking truck driver. He's not a drug trafficker, you know what I mean? Well, also, like, and he has to plead guilty to something that he didn't do wrong. You know what I mean? Yeah, well, I'm even just like, questioning the news source because, like, if the, you're reporting this and you can't, like, you say something's marijuana and then hemp, how am I supposed to trust the rest of the report? Accurate, you know? You literally yeah. just like contradicted yourself, you yeah. know? Like, and to me, is that wait, Mitchell? Is that's from Boise, right? KBO. Is that from Boise Mitchell? Yeah, so like I would expect as much from that the guy who didn't write there's probably at least three or four people who work in that office drive to Ontario get weed. But those three or four people are not who wrote that story. So it's yeah, like the totally. the guy the guy who doesn't like weed and felt like more controversial. Oh talk about it. Those other people I'm sure were like Fuck, I wish I could speak up, but I'm in I I'll get fired. You know what I mean? And it and it sucks to have that happen. Yeah. Totally. Alright, uh one other question I have about stuff is um like besides the process I feel like most turning into oil. Most of the CBD stuff, do you think it's turning into oil? Oh, sorry, your your mic's cutting out, so I couldn't hear you there for a yeah, second. Um, uh, see, mo- yes, I do. I feel like most of the, especially that's grown in here in Oregon, uh, being turned into extracts, topicals, uh, dabbable extracts, you know, tinctures, um, that type of stuff, uh, is definitely what's being. Uh, processed most heavily because you know i mean first of all there's not much of a, a market for like hemp flour you know who wants to smoke a bunch of chlorophyll to get um you know minute cbd effects that you could get more powerfully from you know taking a capsule or taking a dab um but and um you know there's definitely like you know the, I'm reviewing some hemp flower for this month's uh, Oregon leaf issue. So, you know, there's definitely still people around growing a, a good bit of it. Um, but, yeah, in, in most cases, too, you know, like I was saying, um, hemp is, is grown. Uh, and, I don't, you know, I don't know if it says something about the way that people know the quality output to become, you know, to how the, you know, the quality is of the hemp when it, when it's finished. But, um, you know, there just seems to be not as much, you know, care in like 
you know, making sure it's covered or it's got like adequate fans, kind of just like, hey, it's hemp, it's biomass, we're going to process it, let's see how much we can stuff in this square footage. Yeah, volume, volume over quality. Yep, volume over quality for sure with hemp. Most of the memes I see online too are, that's why hemp can grow this much more than trees. Same amount of time, you know, like... That's cool yeah. that there's a meme, but I want to see a motherfucker make the math sense on paper. Huh? Yeah, and you know, like, that's just like... like... He turned it into toilet paper, and it took this many logs, but it only took and this yeah. amount of time. Like, I want to see that math on a graph. No, no doubt. Absolutely, I agree. I agree. So what else, Will? Like, we got eight minutes left, Will. We got to hang in there, so... Uh, what was I? I had something that I was to talk on uh, that I thought about earlier. Um, oh, so on hemp, um, Oregon started making us track hemp products through metric now. What? Yeah. So we have do, to do like hemp growers t- have to do metric like seed huh? to sale each plant. Um. Yes. Fuck. Are you serious? We gotta get Josh. Think so. I could be wrong. I, I could be wrong. I don't want to speak to because like it's it's a new subject uh, that you know like I read about in just terms of like the laws I need to know for the store. But um, you know like I have to like it, it's tracked through metric now. So I'd imagine if I'm having to to create a product for it and take it in on a manifest like that that yeah. people are having. Yeah, yeah, people are have to manifest temp. So yeah, it's it's tracked now. It sucks. Damn. Yeah. Yeah, yep, dude, Oregon like, completely took took over that. They're like, oh, hey, yeah, yeah, we want to track that in our state system, too. Fuck y'all. Dude, that's whack. Because, yeah. like, there's there's literally, like, there's no black market that. You know no. what I mean? Like, like people no. will there and try, but, like, I tell everyone, buying CBD products, ask where the fuck CBD is. Yep. You know no, what it's, I mean? Yeah, it's super whack. Yeah, it, it just, I don't know, dude, like, that's, but I, uh, I will say that I don't know how true this is, and I don't even know, I, I'm also in disagreement that this would be, like, a good option, but, like, there's talks of literally getting rid of the metric system in Oregon, or, like, the tracking system. yeah. Yeah, dude. and I get it, but, shit, like, at this point, like, it's annoying, but we're all used to it, and now this holds us, like, accountable like yeah i would like in an ideal world i want to see less regulation on cannabis something that i feel like should be more freely gifted that but at the same time like i also feel like it's a fair essence to see you know like okay you're like this is like being able to reconcile like if i pick up an order from like happy cabbage i'm like and they bring the wrong shit you can like look on the manifest what they versus what you ordered you know and it's like easier to reconcile things but yeah well well, to me and i I felt this way from the jump is that they just wants the money so it's like most people on the black market like when i when it was available for me to produce medical sell my extra store as long as i got it lab tested like fuck dude like, I totally went for that as calling homies up and trying to slam hounds out the trunk. You know what I mean? It was like, this makes way more sense, more legit, and I'm way more proud of stuff that I'm doing. I, I can sell it to the store. 
and and it's gonna it's gonna reach people who couldn't reach it before. You yep. know what I mean? But Definitely. when when it went wreck, like with all this regulation, metric, and all this shit, I'm like, dude, this state is gonna tax it at the point. Of, so everybody who comes into the store, sales tax on the kind of purchase. Like, who gives a fuck where it came from? As long as it passed lab, got on the shelf, state could either get that money at the point of sale or not. You yeah. know what I mean? And it's yeah. like, man. Even a guy who just doesn't have a, a rec license, medical, he's four plants outside in the backyard, and he pulls three or four plants on some huge outdoor, you know what I mean? Like, he's like, he, he pulls three or four packs on each plant, so he's got like 10 or 12, right? Just mm-hmm. sitting there, and it's all fire. If he gets it lab tested, he should be able to take it to sell it. Yeah, I agree. going to collect that sales tax and send it to the and who gives a fuck where it came from as long as it's not dirty safe? You know what I mean? No, absolutely. I agree for sure. That's, that's just how I always felt about it. Because it seemed like once it started going wrecked, that's when they started trying to whittle away on the medical. Like, that's, that's one of the reasons I quit, too. It's like, yeah, you can grow medical and you can have all these cards, but you can only sell 20 pounds. And I'm like, I have to do the metric fucking... Like, you guys are sitting here literally trying to force my hand, and I'm, I'm, I would rather not. So, fuck you guys. That shit. Yeah, no, absolutely. It, it, it just doesn't make sense to, to sit there and put the medical that scrutiny either. When you sell 20 pounds of store, you know what I mean? Yeah. It, it, yeah. it just didn't make sense, Will. Understand. So, Whoever is talking about that in Oregon, we need to get them on the show. And, right. And hear their, their kind of, yeah, I, I want to promote that cause. Because it yeah, is. It's like, and, and I mean, we grow fucking cucumbers and fucking, you know, eggplants or something. We take them to a farmer's market, wherever. All we got to pay the, bro. Yep. You know what I mean? It's like 100 bucks. You sit here and sell your pumpkin, watermelon. It's like, oh, we got ounces <laughs> of fucking OG Kush, dude. You know, like, shop with us. We grew it in the same soil as these fucking real vet, real, real organic and, and safe, you know? Yeah. So, I, I don't know. Like, I really, I want to see things change and things change so fast, but. I, I want to see them get better. More yeah, people totally. can, can, can make money, uh, be happy, have access. Like, the homies in Idaho, like, they cross the They got to drive to Clarkston or drive up medicine. Still can because it's wreck in Washington. Wow. They should be able to drive down, the street, drive down the street to their fucking store and grab what and be able to get a license themselves in their state and apply their own method to, to produce their own product. Right. And I, I honestly feel too, like how you were talking about that belt, like the Northwest region good for cannabis, you know, I think just in yeah. general. Definitely. Flavors will be different. I think when it's federally legal, 
So what else? Well, we're pretty close to 10 o'clock, man. You got anything to add? Is there anything you want to talk about next week? Um, nothing I, that I had to add this week. Um, I'll, I'll have to think on, on next week, but I'm sure I'll, I'll come up with a few things. Okay. So I guess that's nine o'clock, ladies and gentlemen. That's, that's a one hour episode. I think call that good. Is there anything else from the fellas in production? Are you guys ready to wrap with that? Oh, wait, wait. How about that now, Will? Out there on the photo talking uh, about what you <laughs> This is just a, a bucket I picked up from the shop. It's a Echo and Gadsden collab Mendo Punch. Oh. So it's Mendo, oh. Mendo, Mendo Breath crossed with Purple Punch. Damn, dude. Damn. Mendo Brothers. Fire. Yeah, no, that's definitely why I... I mean, Purple Punch is cool, too. It's not, like, one of my favorite strains by any means, but Mendo Breath was, like, the whole reason I picked this up. Yeah. Like, that's, like, that's, like, a classic Indica strain that literally always put me on my fucking ass. Like, Hell I got that yeah. once, or, once or twice back in the day, you know, back before I worked in the industry or even knew what, like, real good herb was. Yeah. And, and that shit's, like... I mean, I'm sure we all know. We, we had those few strains those few pickups that were like so fire they just change your life you're just yeah like, that, that was this is King, yeah kings of kind of had that on their shelf when i showed up first day. and i was like what the fuck is this you know what i mean and it yeah. looked it looked like cookies but it smelled different and i was like what the fuck and then mendo breath that was before i got into the shit but og cook breath bro like it's apparent og kush breath is a parent of mendo breath like and it's yeah. also a parent of Gavko. Holy Heck shit. Yeah. That's why it looks yeah. like that. And another thing to add, too, is, like, I've been trying for a while um, to get, like, solventless on the shelf at Natural Wonders. Yeah. And we finally did, and it's it's been selling, like, really well. Like, you know, like, people have been stoked to see that we have Happy Cabbage. Picking up a gram or two on their, like, BHO run. And, uh, yeah, yeah. You know, people, especially it's, you know, regulars that come in and they get oil and they see something, you know, like it's a little bit higher end. Like, oh, that's different rosin. I've never had like six star rosin or that. And it's like, I don't know. It's like, I think of it like if I frequented like a restaurant that my homies owned, and, you know, they hooked it up or whatever, but I came in for this one dish I really liked. And then, you know, one day I was, I was like, you know what, this thing's a little bit more. I've always been wondering how it tastes today's yeah. payday you know or something yeah. like fuck it give me give me that yeah and that's like that's what's been happening and you know time. i mean let me get the shrimp yeah exactly <laughs> put the shrimp the lobster let me get the shrimp and the lobster i'll do the the surf and turf sir yeah surf and turf. uh but yeah no it's it's been awesome um and it, it's it's easy you know not a hard job on Meyer the other bun tenders part because happy cabbage puts out a really good product for the yeah. like six star rosins and stuff you know it's like they basically wash it into really good hash and then they press it. So, you know, it's like when, when you can, when we open the jar for people's, for people, it kind of sells itself, you know? Oh yeah. Fucking A, dude. And I, I, I'm a firm believer. Water instead of butane. You know? Yeah, man. Shit. Like Water and ice. Yeah. Why else, you know? I'm like, that's probably not going to kill me. Unless there was like a no. ton of it fell on me, five. No, and like and like you like we said earlier too, like, dude, it's like 
Rosin's a lot like Rosin gets me way more stone. Like yeah. VHO gets me stone, like for sure, you know, I I enjoy smoking both, but like when I hit like when I dab rosin, I feel like I dabbed like like concentrates are already flower, you know, like concentrated, but like I almost feel like I got the full the full spectrum effect effect that I get from the flower, but like concentrated into three times the potency, you know. Yeah, no doubt. I I, I dig it, Will. I'm glad that you guys are a fan of that. Uh, the whole time in my retail experience in Oregon and Washington, it was just fucking rare to get any. And it would usually yeah. be bubble hash, and only, only some really old motherfucker guys got bubble hash. But yeah, we do. You know what I mean? Old school. Right here, put it on their bowls. Yeah, pocket. Yep, absolutely. It's, I want a bowl topper. You know? Yeah, and so now it's, <laughs> it's cool that that people are not just like straying away, but pouring other stuff that. I think is healthier, and I, I don't want to shit on any of my yeah. salt extraction guys, the hydrocarbon. Like those guys are cool, but I, I agree with what you're saying. scientifically. Yeah, no, I mean, as far as my understanding, it seems like more of what you like and would want fucking have into your system is making it into the solvent list, and less of it is making the hydro. Yeah, and and also from a scientific cool, like, point you know, of view. Yeah, as we're about to start carrying this new rosin company, Bo's Nose Nose. It's like meant to be like the guy's name is Bo, and his you know his nose nose. And it's like yeah. I was confused as shit. As <laughs> shit is it for? I was like Bo's Nose Nose. Like how did you how did you get this name? Like and I'm yeah. like I understood. I'm like oh okay, all right, I get it. Um, he's he's done a few collabs with Dirty Arm. Um, that Damn. looked really good, like Dirty Arm Baby. Yeah, gave him a bunch of fresh frozen flour for flour or for hash rosin. Damn, but we gotta get those guys the on the that, show, Will. Like Jamie and yeah, Matt. but the thing, yeah, definitely. But the thing that stands out to me about this Bose guy is like he only makes rosin and he only processes organic material. He's like, oh, you don't want to grow organically? It looks like I'm not processing for you yeah so he's like not only is he in you know the the solvent list you know the niche market of making rosin which is still you know like there's a few rod like good hash rosin companies in oregon but it's still you know relatively new in terms in like on a you know, like competition basis but yeah. um yeah i mean when someone comes in and he, he used to work for oso verde farms back in the day i think when we carried him back like when you were still working at the shop yeah in, like 2016 they had some um, kind of tangy yeah. something on there from there yeah he was uh yeah he was doing like they were pulling tarps they were doing like earlier light depth he was like one of their farm hands and yeah now he's doing his own solventless thing and yeah it's pretty cool that you know it's like evolved to the point where we now have you know a wreck solventless producer that it only will work with organic farms to produce his rosin you know that's pretty yeah cool. and that's super sick too man that uh a guy on the bottom came up but also just yeah as, from a business point of view it's like yeah it's intense less fucking equipment intensive not the fuck I column yeah you don't have to you don't have safety to have equipment the and the sprinklers and all this shit clients like yeah we're using icing what we, we gotta spend on a big ass free and that's that's it that's the expensive yep especially because they just roomed into 
with a like they moved in with a company that uh was extracting like hydrocarbons bho and they had a lab for everything you know like you can get you can get multiple endorsements and organs you can get like this lab is licensed for extracts topicals concentrates edibles you know like everything pretty much and they got it licensed for solventless so concentrates thinking that they would be you know eventually release their solventless line well that never happened and Bo's nose you know or Bo was like hey I want to kind of start a solventless company so he moved in and now you got like a shared lab space where you you know one company is able to thrive and produce hydrocarbons and then another company is able to move in and use it for solventless process you know and they split the the rent fees that's tight dude that's super tight because right? I, I read i read about that concept being proposed for edible companies like splitting costs on a because you have to have a commercial grade kitchen yes yep your confections and everything well that sounds expensive you know but that, that i remember them proposing rick laws started they you because yeah, you know, you're you're only gonna make a batch once every no and let's be real with the what like the cost of commercially or producing not even like you know maybe like mid commercially producing not like mids but you know like you know half half between small batch and commercially producing um rosin you really like equipment wise like obviously you got to have the know-how but like at least off the top of my head i'm sure i'm missing many things but like bubble bags yeah. Like a couple, a couple big trash buckets. If you're doing it hand wash, you know, yeah. like which a lot of people are doing nowadays. Yeah. yeah. Um, and then a freeze dryer. Yeah, that's it, and bro. Then, and, then like, a, and then a rosin press, and you're good. And I, and I just remember seeing all these companies at a conference, hundred twenty, hundred thousand dollar butane extraction, CO two extraction machine. It's like a fucking goddamn chemistry set. It's huge, dude. It's like it would take yeah. you a fucking trailer to load that shit, pull it with a truck, and you know, like that. Fuck, that looks hard. And it's like this. It's like, yeah, you gotta know what you're doing, but we're not gonna spend all that money, and we're not gonna be death when we're fucking mid process. But, yeah, and uh, and I'm not saying like I'm not saying at all that processing solventless has hash is easy no, but if, no, I can, no. if i can basically explain the process and no one you know no one would be like well you're forgetting a step you know yeah. it's not not the hardest thing to do out there and i feel like you know producing solvent extracts is harder and you know that's Fuck that's yeah. where you get it that's where that's you get in, right. into the d- debate too because like uh, solventless extracts are healthier. They're safer, you know, yeah. like they yeah. don't involve explosive equipment and yeah. technically they take more equipment costs to produce. But, yeah. um... Labor costs, not equipment, labor. Yeah, labor, yes. Yeah, labor also intensive. equipment, though, also equipment because, I don't know, I'm purging ovens, a closed-loop system, multiple of them, and then endorsements for it, I feel like would end up being more than, like, a freeze-drying machine. Oh, yeah, like, yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah, I, I thought yeah. you were talking the other way, Will, but yes. No, 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 no yeah, yeah. The, the most expensive part is the walk-in freezer. Yep. Like, you spend, like, 20 or 30 racks on that big one. Yeah, and like I was saying, I'm not saying it's easy, but, like, in, in a gist, ha- making good hash and hash rosin is having... 
fire ass starting material, you know, washing it in either whether it's a mechanical or hand wash, having the right bags, collecting it, you know, washing off the excess chlorophyll or whatever. And then it's basically you scoop it. Like if you're freeze drying it and pressing it into rosin, you're literally scooping it from the bag onto a parchment lined tray until it's full of the same micron bag that you used in in multiple washes and then you throw it in the freeze dryer for five days pull it out and it's ready to squish you know like like dude it like honestly too it gives me hope because i'm a seriously fucking indica guy dude and when i when i grow shit like i would run terpier stuff like i ran that uh but it's just not my fucking thing so it's like if, if I could just grow my own shit, say I say I moved to Washington, some fire ass uh, uh, Huckleberry Huckleberry Death Star cross bomb, like some heady heads, and I can just yep. make that into hash. Then it gives me faith that I don't have to have all this cap for startup costs to have a business, put out a product, and have it be licensed because I I don't have to do all that. For real dude, like the the lab costs are crazy. Like a bunch of guys who were extract medically couldn't go wreck just because they had to pass fucking infection where they have to have like all the gas in the room has to be within 20 seconds. They have to have fans that, um, and it's, and it's just basically, you know, protection for an explosion of sorts. And it's like, yep. it's, that will it's never happen to me too that all of those people, Probably like at least a thousand people. They're taking the right oil. steps. Yeah, they they were not able to go wreck because, and they were doing it that unsafely, dude. You know, it's like, <laughs> yeah, we're in a trailer. That you know, we're we got this glass. T- it, it's really unsafe, dude. And there, there still was a bunch of accidents. We're still trying to get license. Yeah, like it's crazy though, like. I mean, I get it. They're wanting to be safe, but like some of these, like a lot of these like requirements too, that they put on for like labs to have like, okay, you need to be this, um, you need to have, you need to have this kind of emergency system or need to be this equipped for, you know, say a potential like gas leak. If you're processing, you know, that it's like, I went, I did a tour of botanical labs and they showed me like their emergency system and like, say if something a chamber was leaking and it was like they couldn't control it and they they had to leave the area they could like their processing area was in like a bunker literally they could close all the doors and flip on this like bomb fan that literally was like bomb proof where it could like you know like exhaust like fumes from like explosion yeah, get, of, get out the nuclear you know, that, fucking particles and, and it sounded like, like a fucking plane was starting like Damn, they literally I'm like bad. that I'm like, dude, holy shit. This is like, I mean, they're yeah. safe in this. This almost seems like overkill. Like, Jesus, yeah, you know? Yeah, like, yeah. Like, I would rather just use water and ice. And yeah. And my elbows. Yeah. <laughs> you know, let me get a power it. drill. You know, I would get a power drill. Plug that bitch. Uh, Dale, no I'd be, power I'd be drill. worried because it's plugged into the wall and I got it in the wall. Yeah, so, yeah, totally. Uh, yeah, no. Yeah. Okay. Uh, ice and water is definitely easier, especially you know you don't worry about dying exhaust fans and you know crazy electricity bills. But uh, yeah, and I I don't know, man. I still got love for the homies making shadows dying. Yeah, but it, 
just uh it honestly feels like people would rather mm-hmm. spend the extra for something. Shout shout out the homie still purging shatter on in a mason jar with a vacuum cleaner on a pancake griddle. <laughs> that's a tech. That's legit how you do it. I've seen that. That put yeah, a mason jar on a pancake griddle, certain temp, <laughs> and you put a vacuum cleaner hose right in it. That wow. is a, it sounds insane, but that is legit, in some cases, a DIY back oven. We're, <laughs> when, when the fucking bombs drop, and if we, if we survive the blast, that's, we're going to find a vacuum right? cleaner and a fucking pancake yeah. griddle. I mean, we're going to we're gonna make solventless too, but we're going to have realize- options, bro. You know? I realized back in the day that this meant nothing to like cleanliness or how it was processed, but like that oil that I tried that it was processed, that it was purged that way, like on a pancake griddle in the mason jar with a vacuum cleaner, was some of the clearest oil I'd ever seen. It looked like some of uh, Echo's like back in the olden days when they did like sap live resin, like yeah. shattery, like super light. Yeah, it kind of looked like that. Like and you're like, what the fuck? Almost. And it tasted okay, but then you're like, oh, but there's kind of like this other taste there that I see. Okay, yeah. yeah. <laughs> you're like, I don't think that's supposed to be there. Yeah, that, that should have got purged out. Yeah, exactly. Mm. Fucking ass. Word. Well, shit, Will. Shit. That's a fucking good episode so far, bro. You want to wrap right there? Do you have anything else to add? Yeah, I think that's it. I was trying to think if I had anything else, but I think I'm at the end of my. my yeah, I feel like just uh, I feel like loading the bones. Yeah, <laughs> my girlfriend. See what the hell. Um, yeah. So next week we got uh, Eric from Dungeon Vault. Um, trying to have some dope questions for him, dude. Like I, I'm a huge fan of his work, and he's he's. Gaining steam, man. He's gonna know. Be dope to have him yeah. on the show and ask him some questions. And I feel like our our breeder episodes are fucking good, dude. Like, yeah, yeah. Like we're we're pretty into it. They're pretty. You already know I'm gonna ask him. I mean, I'm sure he isn't. I know he isn't. But you already know I'm gonna ask him about his selection process and whether he yeah he feels that throwing. A, a selected male's pollen into elite females will always yield great results. Sellable seeds. There are seeds. That's my <laughs> biggest. That's my biggest pet peeve in, in the fucking breeding industry. Is like some even like motherfucking respectable fuckers do this shit too. Like they throw their selected male pollen line into into elite females and they never test it and they sell it for. 200 a pack because well this is the original forum girl scout into my selected chem dog male what the fuck are you like yeah i feel like he's official dude like do three or four of each one you know what i mean it's like the grandpa no no no, yeah because because the grandpa's breath that was a fuck dick ass pheno and to sell seeds that were all that well i was like that's but did like one that was like yeah. a Palpatine, Palpatine, like Grandpa's Breath and Skywalker, Star Wars. Nice. Or Death Star, that's what it was. Grandpa's Breath and Death Star. I was like, damn, that's, 
you know, I do like a couple offshoots and then have something different. It was, I don't know. Yeah. I'm impressed with this work. So ask him those fucking hard nosed questions. Well, that's exactly that's what I'm saying. I'm going to ask him those yeah. questions. Yeah. Uh, but that's all I got. All right. So. Yeah, guess- that's all I got too. I, I got to sign off too. I got to get me some dinner here before. Before the right. Chinese place closes. No doubt, man. No <laughs> doubt. Go ahead and do my outro dance. My outro dance, folks. This was the 23rd episode of Concerned Dabs Podcast. I was your host, Katie M. Kane, with my co-host, Will Terps. About to go get some Chinese food. Yeah. I got to give a shout out to my guys in production, Mitchell Wilson and Jesse Curry. This has been a Main Node and Joseph Street Enterprise production.